All right, welcome back to Modern Day MMA. This is your host, Chris Meyer, and with me on the other side of the screen, as always, is Kale Meyer. Uh, this week, we're going to be recapping a little bit of Misha Tate versus Ketlin Vieira. Uh, probably glance over that one. And then uh, a little later on in the program, we will talk about Rob Font versus Jose Aldo, uh, UFC fight night coming up this Saturday, December the 4th. Um, how you doing this week, Kale? Where did you, uh, where'd you want to start off this week? I'm doing great. Um, I don't know. Let's see here. Anything. There were some good fights on that Vera Tate card, but, uh, you know, main event was meh. Actually, it was pretty high paced. Shouldn't say that. That's not fair. Yeah, it was kind of Tate brought it. Let's admit that. I mean, she wanted to win and she fought her ass off, you know? I thought the fight was like, I thought it was fairly close. Yeah, it was close. It was close, close but cl- close but yeah. clear, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's too bad because uh, I love me some cupcake, you know. Um, yeah, but I mean, it was. I don't know. I mean, it was kind of obvious that this was going to happen as soon as she fought someone that was top five, or maybe not even top five, because she could probably beat someone in the top five. But I mean, she retired for four years, and the game doesn't. You know, the game doesn't wait for you. Yeah. Um, but she looked all right. Also, Caitlin Vieira, Caitlin Vieira looked about 150 pounds heavier than Misha in there. Um, the size difference, I thought, was just insane. Yeah. You know, Misha's a, a 135-er from from 10 years ago. Yeah, which is a 125-er. <laughs> yeah, it's no good. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a different game, you know. Um, I thought... It's crazy how how much bigger guys are now, right? Like we were just talking about it last week, I think, how Frankie Edgar was a lightweight champion, mm-hmm. and now he could probably make one twenty five. Yeah, like he was small at one thirty five against Sandhagen and uh, mm-hmm. and Marlon Vera. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Shit changes. Uh, oh, it's just guys getting better at cutting weight too, new techniques, and you know they'll do anything to find an advantage, right? And if that advantage is weighing five, five or ten pounds more than your opponent, well, it works out. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, I thought Caitlin should have turned on the gas a little more. She was like, looked like she was kind of coasting. Well, she was coasting. I think I didn't like it. Maybe not. I mean, it's. I mean, she won the fight, so it's hard to say, well, you should have done this, should have done that. But also, yeah, I found myself uh, kind of fading in and out of that fight. It was a long set of fights, right? There was a lot of fights I watched that day, and then I'll, I was just kind of tired by the end of it. And yeah. so I wasn't exactly paying attention as much as I normally do. Yeah, it was okay. It was an okay fight. I don't know. Caitlin, so she's up next then for the for the belt? <laughs> Yeah, next to the slaughter. Yeah, she'll probably get her ass beat. Yeah. Eventually a new new nose will fall. Eventually. Well, yeah, but I mean it's a matter of time, right? Everyone does. Who's she fighting next? Juliana? Yeah. <laughs> nice. I mean, nice. I love how Pena is like her specialties on the ground, and then she got subbed by a striker in gdr yeah it doesn't look good for her (laughs) no not gonna not gonna sugarcoat this one no yeah i just don't see it happening nunez is built differently i honestly thought that event like they just seem to be on a a completely different level those two and i don't know what it is who valentina yeah valentina and amanda just different levels you know, like, I think it's because there's not very many women that are that size, right? Like 145 pounds, there's nobody other than Cyborg. And then 135 is, I mean, it's a barren wasteland, let's be honest. Yeah. You know, 115 is mean, not bad. 125 is going to get better. I just don't think that there's a lot of uh, in-shape women that are that heavy. You know what I mean, right? If you're 160 pounds, you're going to fight at 135 or maybe 150, right? Yeah. And if you're in shape, like you got to be a pretty big woman to be 150 pounds when you're in shape, right? Yeah. Um, you know, so I think it's just a size thing. Um, that's, why there's, that's why the competitiveness at 115 is so much higher because there's a lot of women that can weigh 115 pounds when they're in shape. 
Yeah, that's true. Or one twenty five even, and then cut down to one fifteen, right? Mm-hmm. So that might be it. Yeah, and it definitely is more competitive at one fifteen. Definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, you look at the the fact that there's there's three girls that could be champion any, any given day, right? Or even four, right? Jessica Andrade, uh, Weili Zhang, Rose Nema Yunus, and Joanna uh, Jacek as well, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Joanna probably won't hold the belt again, but you never know, right? I mean, she could beat Rose or Zhang. It's possible. Yeah. A lot of people think she won that fight against Zhang. Yeah, I don't know. Razor thin decision. I think if she uh, she didn't have all the damage on her forehead, she probably could have won, right? I think that really swayed the judges too. I mean, it swayed me. I was like, holy fuck, she's getting hammered. <laughs> yeah, look at that fucking forehead. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of uh, Kiesa's performance? I mean, it was... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I was kind of surprised that he was able to outstrike um, uh, Sean Brady, and then he was getting outgrappled by him, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, that was yeah. a little bit of a surprise. Yeah, man. Um, Sean Brady better work on them hands. Yeah. Because if you're getting pieced up by Kiesa, it's probably not going to look good if you fight a, a real striker at 170, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, like, there's just a – to think you're going to take down, like, Usman, you know, and just control him like that, like, it's just – I just don't see it happening. What yeah. about Hamzat? Man, I think Hamzat would gas in, in fighting Usman. You think so? I think so. He did the same – like, even in the Hermanson wrestling match, he was getting tired, you know, and it, it wasn't long after. He just – he's That he's was human. an insane pace, though. It was. But I'm just saying, like, Usman is no stranger to an insane pace. And I just think Usman is going to just just wear the storm out. And he would just, I think in rounds two or even three, you'd be like, you'd start to see Usman take over. I think you would. It depends, though, right? I mean, if Hamza, because that's what a lot of, uh, someone else said that, too. They're like, Hamza benefits by going 100 miles an hour as soon as they say go. And that's a big advantage to him, right? But how long can he hold that pace for? Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, if if the fight is anywhere near as dominant as his other fights, I don't think you're going to last long enough for it to matter. You don't think Usman would last? No, and that's not what I said. I said if the fight goes like his other fights, then you will not last 10 minutes with him. Right? So... Like, I don't think that someone could sustain the beating that he gives you for 10 minutes is what I'm saying, right? So if, unless Usman can match his intensity and create a stalemate for the first round or two, then he might get smashed. You know what I mean? Just because the, because you're going to have to match Hamzat's intensity in order to not get your ass whooped inside of the first five or 10 (laughs) minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I I think he would. I don't. I don't think there would be an issue with that. Like I just. Well, I don't. It's not I even just really that. It's like so he either. he's he hit. You know, he was hitting Lee a little bit. Nothing too crazy, and then he choked him out. I just don't think you're going to choke out Usman at this point in the game, and I don't think you're going to ground and pound him into submission. And I, I just think he would last. I just think Usman would last until Hamzat showed a little bit of tired, and then he would just take over. That, that's what I, I don't even know if happen. he could. I don't even know if he could do that to Usman. Maybe not. You know? Maybe not. I mean, but even Usman's, if he did, people forget Usman's fucking good, right? I mean, he's a good grappler, and uh, well, people don't forget, but you know what I mean. Right? Yeah. He, he's a super good grappler. Um, you know, he's clearly the the CEO of the EPO, so he can match that gas tank too. Yeah, yeah. Um, the more I think about that, you know fight, I just think Hamzat would would get tired. Yeah, yeah. would take over. But the way he made it look so easy against Lee made me think that obviously he can do some things to Kamaro. Yeah. Right. Cause if you can slice through butter like that with him, I mean, Kamaro is obviously much, much better, but you know, the way he did it so dominantly made me think that, you know, like it's going to take someone a lot better to create any resistance at all. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, who knows? Um, be a sick fight. I think they're, they're... Who's... I really want to see him fight Burns. Is that matched? Is that... Is that happening? Well, I, I, I don't thought know. Colby was just kind of like throwing himself in the mix, maybe. Like, fuck it. I'll well, I thought Colby wanted to fight... Colby wanted to fight Jorge, I thought. Yeah, I don't think Jorge's going to do that fight. I don't know what's happening. You never know what the fuck's going on with these guys. They're I mean, all just like... I think that Jorge's... Who's Jorge going to fight? I mean, unless he fights Nate Diaz again. Like, his most winnable fight in the top 10 or... Well, top 5 is probably Colby. Most maybe. winnable fight? Well, maybe not most winnable fight. But definitely the biggest paycheck. Yeah. Right? I mean, most winnable might be Leon Edwards. Or Gilbert. Yeah, maybe. I think he could get taken down and beaten up by Gilbert, though, right? I think Gilbert would get tired. Colby's pace is something else. No, I'm talking about Jorge. Oh, sorry, Jorge. No, I think yeah. I think Colby beats Gilbert. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. <clears throat> um, I think Colby beats anyone not named uh, Usman. Yeah. Maybe not. I There's mean, a lot of good fights in that top five there. A lot of good fights. I mean, Stephen Thompson could beat uh, Colby, maybe, right? Or Vicente Luque could knock him out, probably. I mean, there's if definitely... Give Sean Brady Hamza. That'd be dope. They don't want to kill two prospects coming up. Yeah, I don't think that there's much point in that, right? I mean, Neil Magny said he wants the smoke, so you could do that one. But I don't really like his chances. I think you should go I think he Vicente Luque. <laughs> Luque or Gilbert Burns, man. I want to see that Hamzat versus Burns fight so bad. Yeah. That's a Hamzat good versus anybody. You know, like I just want to see Hamzat fight. He is yeah, entertaining. Super yeah. entertaining. Did you watch that whole grappling match with uh, Jack Hermanson? Yeah. Were you yeah. surprised? Uh, not really because Hamzat was probably bigger than him. <laughs> he was pro he probably weighed just as much, if not more. He looked yeah. huge. You know, it's not like you're like, Oh, 170 versus wrestling a 185 or it's like, no, they were the same size. If not, Hamzat was bigger. So I wasn't too surprised actually. <clears throat> I was kind of surprised at how easily it looked. Well, the Joker is also a grinder. It's not like he's this crazy freestyle wrestler. He didn't even wrestle coming up. He's no, just he's kinda, a grappler. Yeah, he's a grappler, but that was wrestling. Right? I mean, I don't know. I mean, he submitted. Yeah, but it's a submission. They were going for yeah, submissions, but, weren't they? You know, there's I mean, a he submitted between... Gostellum in a minute, right? I yeah. mean, he he beat up Jacare Souza. You know, he choked out Gerald Mearshart, who has the most submissions in the UFC. So, I mean, the yeah. guy's well-versed in grappling. Yeah, but there is a huge difference between that and what they were doing. What they were doing to me looked like wrestling. It looked like they were freestyle wrestling. They were hands down. They were wrestling, you know, and then yeah. once it got down, you know, sure, submissions, but they weren't in a jujitsu match. It was wrestling. And, and that's why I wasn't surprised. Because Hamza yeah. was fucking good at wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely good. Yeah. I was kind of surprised. I mean, Jack Hermanson is really good. The way he was able to throw him around like that. Well, yeah, like, but but Jack isn't this guy that's going to go out there and overpower you. He's going to grind on you. Hamzat goes out there and overpowers you. He just yeah. He just puts his will on you, and you you can't. He's stronger than you. He's better. But you know, like the Joker, he's kind of a grinder in a way. He's not so much a guy that's going to go out there and just fucking manhandle you. Yeah. So I don't know, but it was it was cool to see though. You know. Yeah, I was impressed. Hamzat did some cool shit on him. For sure. Yeah, it was. It was a fun entertain. It was entertaining for a grappling match. Did they get paid? I wonder how much they got paid. Probably, I don't know, maybe twice as much as they normally do for UFC. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe just two, two, three times as much as their UFC fights. <laughs> yeah. I want to know how much Mike Perry got for that little what is, what is triad? What is that a, that's a thriller thing? What? Mike Perry's was it little... a thriller? Yeah, trailer, but I thought it was like a, a. I thought the name of it was Triad or some shit. Or maybe I'm wrong. I have no idea. I know it was Triller. Yeah, it was Triller, but I thought. Okay. I love how Mike Perry just goes and makes like fucking 300 grand fighting for BKFC. 
Fuck yeah. Frank Mir said if he won, he would have made a million bucks. Man, how are they paying that? How are they paying that? Oh, they're in the business of going bankrupt. Really? Oh, of course they are. There's no fucking way that they sold enough pay-per-views to pay Frank Mir a million dollars and Mike Perry 300 and some thousand dollars. Like, who bought it? Seven fucking people? Like, who bought it? Maybe people are watching it, but you think that many people are going to Triller.com and paying $49.99 to watch a fucking 63-year-old Frank Mir fight an ex-boxing pro? I think they... They're seeing they're they're looking at it in a long term way here. They're like, fuck it. That's because so. that's what the industry is complaining about. That's the number one thing about MMA or fighter pay is fighter pay. It's it's always fighter pay, it's always brought up, it's always gonna be a thing. And I think they think that, like, well, fuck, if we can solve this problem, we're gonna get the talent, we'll get the eyes, eventually we'll get the yeah, you know, fruits that was a gross mismatch, man. That should that fight should have never been sanctioned. I mean, Frank Mir is old and has been knocked out so many times, and he was fighting a guy that's only lost to fucking Vladimir Klitschko and Anthony Joshua. Oh, really? Yeah, in a boxing fight. Like that fight was the easiest fucking fight I've ever seen to call to pick a winner. Like Frank Mir is not a boxer. Yeah, he's a submission specialist. They all want to try boxing for some reason. I don't know why. Because they get paid. I guess, yeah. Fucking Woodley made more fighting Jake Paul than he did in his UFC career. Yeah. Well, maybe not his career, but... You know? I kind of I mean, like that Triller thing. It was like... Because Mike Perry was wearing MMA gloves. They were in this tiny little fucking ring. It was the triangle, right? Yeah, and they yeah. were just standing and banging, but not bare knuckle because I don't really like bare knuckle. I don't know what it is. No, because it just, just fucking fan. mangles. It yeah, just I'm just thinking your, broken uh, wrists, hands, face. and yeah, like cuts everywhere, like blood everywhere. Everyone's I'm not just so swollen and fucking puffy after. Yeah, I'm not down with that at all. But I'm down with the MMA gloves standing only. I, I don't think that's a bad idea. You know what you should watch, you fucking casual, is uh, one and Ryzen. You should watch one and Ryzen because they have kickboxing in MMA gloves. In Ooh, a I like that. I like and that. And it is fucking legitness. And they have legit kickboxers, like world class. Some of the striking you see in that shit is super high level. Yeah. And very entertaining. Huh. That's what, uh, remember when D- Demetrius Johnson fought, who did he just lose to or whatever? But one of the rounds, the first round was MMA rules. The second round was kickboxing and the third round was MMA. Oh, yeah, it was weird. Did he he lost? Yeah, or or maybe it wasn't that fight. I'm pretty sure it was when he got kneed in the face. Ouch! Yeah, that'll hurt. Yeah, one does that. I think Rod Tang, the kickboxer, fought someone like that, or is fighting someone like that. Um, Hmm. who the fuck? Fuck with those Thai guys. Don't fuck with them. Yeah. Yeah, it's Rod. Not at their own game. Yeah. It doesn't show his last few fights, but um fuck, I can't remember who the hell he fought. I thought it was Rod Tank versus someone else. Obviously. I don't remember. I don't remember. It says here he hasn't fought since uh April. But I thought he just fought. Oh, this is Muay Thai. Um, yeah, I thought he had a MMA one round and then... Yeah, it was Demetrius Johnson. Oh, yeah, no, he is fighting him. That's right. He's fighting him this year in three-minute rounds alternating between Muay Thai one round, then MMA, then Muay Thai, then MMA. Hmm. Yeah, he's fighting Demetrius Johnson. So basically, That's... he's either going to get subbed or he's going to knock out Demetrius Johnson. Yeah. That just seems like it's it's a recipe for one guy to survive in each of the rounds. One guy is trying to not get subbed. And then yeah, the other they guy is did trying this. to not get knocked out. <laughs> they did this with someone. Who, uh, who the fuck was it? Uh, a famous Asian fighter. I can't remember his name now. <laughs> but he uh, he basically just ran away for the first round because it was kickboxing. And then just got viciously knocked out like 15 seconds into the MMA round. Really? <laughs> yeah, because he was just, he ran in for a takedown and Buddy's like, oh, knee you in the face, you're dead. 
That's hilarious. Yeah, it was so br- he just ran away the whole first round, and I was like, "Oh wow!" He's I think it was Shinya Aoki. I, that that's the name that comes to mind, but I can't remember. Huh. Interesting. But yeah, Muay Thai with kickboxing or with uh, MMA gloves is pretty sick. Yeah, I mean the the striking level just goes much higher, right? Because you don't have to worry about takedowns. Yeah, and uh, you know that guys can try more spinning shit. Um, they can, you know, they get a lot better at feints and, uh, the body work is, uh, more impressive than MMA too. I think like they're just, they're mm-hmm. just more well-rounded strikers in general. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How was, uh, so, Jamal Hill fighting? I thought his arm was like facing the wrong way. I think it just got dislocated. That's crazy. Yes. That's one crazy dislocation if I've ever seen one. <laughs> it's just like it's just flopping there like a dead fish. Just eh, eh. yes. Well, <laughs> and now he's fighting Jimmy Crew. Not an easy matchup. No, that's a tough one. Jimmy Crew's going to be pissed off after that Anthony Smith fight too. The drop foot. The drop foot. He's only 25 years old. Jimmy? Huh. Yeah. Jimmy? Yeah, he's good. Hmm. It's nice because light heavyweight needs some new fighters. Yeah. It is just a barren wasteland. And everyone is over the age of 40. <laughs> <laughs> Who is... So Jamal Hill beat Ovin St. Prue. And then he beat... Uh, I'm going to pick the Crute. Yeah, he's super unpredictable. Crute's going to win. <laughs> hey? Crute's going to win. Okay. I also think that. Um, um, what else is on the lower on in the card here? Alex Morono versus Mickey Gall. Um, I mean, Alex Morono, I think that's about, that's a, that's a good fight for Morono. I think he's going to be able to take Gall into deep waters and choke him out. Yeah. Gall's a bitch. (laughs) Dude's such a loser. How is he even in the UFC? Uh, Northcutt five years ago. Yeah. Or, uh, what's his name? CM Punk. Well, yeah, whatever. I mean, CM Punk. Yeah. I hold more respect for him beating Sage Northcutt. Um, it would appear as though you have a visitor. Yeah, <laughs> you can tell my dog's losing my mind. My buddy's sitting out on the couch right now just not telling him to shut up for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking guys. Yeah. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, Jake Matthews versus Jeremiah Wells. I don't know anything about Jeremiah Wells, but we'll see how Jake Matthews rebounds. Who did he just fight? He just lost. He just lost to uh, Sean Brady. Sean Brady, that's right. Yeah, Sean Brady fucked him up. Fucked him yeah. up. Yeah, he did. Choked him out in the third round. Um, I think Brady's a pretty good grappler. Oh, for I mean, sure. For him to... He's Pretty built like a fucking Kiesa. brick shithouse, man. Yeah. He's a pretty big 170. He's thick. Yeah. Yeah, he is pretty big. Kies is fucking big too, though. Yeah, but Kies is like pretty tall. Sean Brady is thick. Thick boy. Uh, what else we got? We got some good fights on this card, but there's a lot of nobodies that I don't really know that well. Well, I shouldn't Classic. say nobodies, but like I know one fighter really well, and then I don't know the guy's fighting really well. Yeah. Um, what else we got here? We can talk about Brandon Allen. I'm looking forward to that fight card or that uh, fight. Chris Curtis looked good in his last fight too, actually. Um, he uh, he won his last one. He was a big underdog against Phil Hawes. That was just a couple weeks ago. Oh, he must be stepping in super short notice here. He fought two weeks and a day ago. 
Oh yeah, that's the guy that fucked up Phil Hawes. <laughs> yeah, viciously. Viciously. Well, that's a quick turnaround. Don't know if I like it. Brandon Allen's gonna win this fight. I mean, Brandon Allen's super good too. Yeah. And he didn't just get like rocked two weeks ago. Because before he beat Phil Haas, he was getting he was fucked pieced. up. He was getting I don't think he up. ever really got hurt though. No, but, I don't think I mean, he was hurt. But just, you know, just he was taking big trauma. Shots. Yeah. <laughs> classic. Yeah. Riding that high. He's like, I just got paid 10K. Let's I'll go. Step in, get another 10. <laughs> another 10. <laughs> he probably got a bonus or he might have got a bonus holy fuck you imagine that hey your bonus is just like five times bigger than your purse oh uh, how would you not want to just go go crazy and get knockouts you know or go for these crazy performances it's like well because if you lose you get nothing well yeah but if you knock someone dead you get a new car Yeah. I think they should do away with this whole win bonus shit. Get rid of it. It's so oh, yeah. savage. I mean, it like, like it doesn't make just... people fight harder. No, no. It's just such a weird, like, hey, it, it 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 it's such a weird complex of like dangling this carrot in front of you. Like, hey, if you just if you just try a little harder, you know, we'll pay you more money. Even though we're filthy fucking rich, have tons of cash. Um, yeah, they're posting record profits this year nice nice i don't get why they don't just fucking tell fighters that they can have their own sponsors i don't know because if they were allowed their own sponsors right just oh. even just make it super professional right like all right you're allowed two yeah sponsors, you have to follow these standards and they have to be approved and we get 20 percent of the revenue then fighters would be like sure i don't give a fuck yeah. now instead yeah. of getting 12 and 12 from reebok or venom or whatever like yeah, and and the thing is, or that, the other like, one, crypto.com, like they don't get fuck off from that either. Yeah, if you um, if they got paid as much as they did back in the day, imagine how much they would make now. How much bigger the company is, and that they're on ESPN. You know. Oh yeah, like, you could they'd get make major. way more now. Oh yeah, even prelim fighters would be getting paid. Yeah, hundred percent. If Shab was making six figures <laughs> seven years ago per fight, and he was like a fucking. He's he was pretty bum. much a nobody, wasn't he? I mean, he was top eh, 10, I guess, yeah. for part of his career. Yeah. He got a bit of fame from the Ultimate Fighter. but I guess he's a heavyweight, but still. And he's a heavyweight. Like, certain guys, man, they make a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Hamza. Hamza's next fight. He could make so much money from having sponsorships. Yeah. And then it would just take but all instead- the pressure off the UFC. They they could yeah because then they could you. just they'd be like listen hey. these guys have got sponsors whatever they're worth is what they're worth here's ten bucks right yeah I mean, yeah because then it yeah, would just it. take it all off on you right you'd be like well you know what we pay as much as we can and guys are allowed to have their own sponsors they're not allowed to have their own sponsors in the other sports leagues right yeah I mean they are kind of I think like in tennis they are and. uh golf and shit yeah on All golf the they're allowed sports. to like off the off the golf course i think which is yeah. yeah but even on the golf course they're allowed to have their own like under armor sponsor and shit right they wear they use under armor hats or whatever the fuck they want right oh yeah don't they? i don't know i thought i remember i mean tiger was... woods made like a billion dollars from nike yeah yeah these guys are allowed to have sponsorships outside of the ring yeah, but if you're not allowed to have it on the fucking in the cage with you, or even like allowed to wear a big Nike sign on the walk walk down or whatever, right? Then, yeah. You know. I, I mean, unless you're a big athlete, right? Like if you're fucking GSP, you're gonna have sponsors. It doesn't matter. But I mean, if you're a, the second fight on a fight night, no one's gonna pay anything for you to just tweet out your sponsored, right? Like, yeah. I mean, you have to show it on TV. And if you can't show it on TV, then they're not going to pay you for it. I wonder what would happen if somebody like last second ripped off the crypto shirt and put on their own sponsor. How fuck? Like, would they get, get how much would they get fined? I don't know. Probably as much as they would make from their crypto sponsorship. That'd be <laughs> or whatever. 
Someone did that. Um, who the fuck was it? A couple guys have done that shit, actually. I remember Rico Rodriguez had a fucking one of those those Hannah tattoos on his back for a casino <laughs> when he when he fought Randy Couture. It was just That's big hilarious. bold black letters on his back, like his whole back was covered in it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, that's funny <laughs> who the fuck was it that someone else uh did that recently like they wouldn't i can't remember they wouldn't wear something i don't remember who it was now but uh, it was recent hmm. in the last year or so but yeah yeah they're pretty strict about that shit yeah like donald cerrone's had had this piece of fucking I don't can't remember something and he wanted it sewed onto his shorts. It was like a little piece of camouflage, like like tiny, and it, it meant uh, it was something from his grandpa or something. And they're like, "Nah, go fuck yourself." Jeez, it wasn't even advertising. It was literally just a little piece of camouflage. I think a camouflage bandana or something. He wanted sewn into his shorts so he could commemorate his grandpa or something like that. It was something ra- random like that. I can't remember what it was at all. But yeah, yeah they're just like I know. <laughs> Grandpa's not paying shit for sponsorship, so he doesn't get a yeah. spot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whatever. I yeah. hate talking about the money side of the sport because at the end of the day, if these motherfuckers want to get paid more, then they need to unionize, and there's no one else that can do it for them. And also, I don't really get why everyone bitches so much about fighter pay. Like, I mean, my, my job doesn't fucking pay me fuck all either, right? No one. No one's happy with what they get paid. Do you think the motherfuckers at McDonald's are happy making 12 bucks an hour? Of course they're not. If you don't like how much you get paid, then change your career. It's very simple. Right? Yeah, but, I mean, they're fighting for a living. There's a good chance yeah. they get CTE. Well, yeah, but it's here. their choice is all I'm saying, right? No one's forced them to do shit, right? If they don't think that the money's good enough, they should probably get a real job like everyone else. I mean, I, I get where you're coming from, but I just, I think the UFC makes way too much money for these guys not to be making more money. Okay, but you know? what's the argument for it, right? Like my boss makes at least 10 times what I do, probably 25 times what I do if I had to guess. Well, Dana probably makes 500 times more than the average fighter. <laughs> well, yeah, but well, my boss, I don't, I honestly don't know, but I would imagine he probably makes a few million a year and I'd be lucky to make a hundred grand. So yeah. I mean, he makes way more than I do, and that's just the way it is. I mean, that's how it is with yeah, everyone. But so how long mean, can you do that job for? I don't know. I From mean, 18 to 65? Pretty fucking hard on the body. God, I hope not. Well, either way, you probably could. The difference is they have, what, seven years where they make money? Ten years? 15. Yeah, and then they can go and get a real job like everyone else. After their lifelong skill earnings of being a fighter? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I don't have that much fucking sympathy for someone that chases their dreams and don't get paid for it. Right. Like how many people out there spent 10 years of their life trying to become a professional singer or actor and have nothing to show for it. I view it the same way, right? Like, well, you know what? You should have got a real job like everyone else if it didn't work out. And if it does work out, well, then you're worth $20 million and you have a great career. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, and I know a lot of people that are chasing professional hockey dreams in Europe and making fucking 30 grand a year trying to be a pro hockey player, right? Not everyone gets to do it. It's just not how it works, right? Um, I mean, the whole point of it is that you get to chase your dreams and you don't have to work for a living. Yeah. You know, I mean, I worked fucking 12 hours today. You know, it fucking sucked. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't have a lot of sympathy for people that bitch about the amount of money they make, right? Sure, they, they should get paid more, but if they wanted to get paid more, why didn't they go into boxing, right? Why didn't you, you know, become a doctor? Then you're guaranteed to make a few hundred grand a year. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think, I mean, these I get guys it, right? Fit to be doctors. <laughs> well, definitely not. <laughs> but I, I just, I don't know. I don't, Everyone just fucking hates Dana White and the UFC and shit. And that's how every single private industry is ran. Every single one of them, right? Every construction company, every fucking fast food restaurant, they, they, they pay their workers 12 bucks an hour and the owners are making millions, right? That's just how the world works, right? And, and that's their reward for starting a business because you can lose your business and lose everything you own right? There's a risk and reward factor that you have to weigh in, right? Same with fighting, right? Eh, if I win the belt, 
I become a millionaire. If I lose the belt, I get CTE, you know, like it's, yeah, I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I wish that they got paid millions. Sure. But I also think it's absolutely ridiculous what baseball players and football players get paid, right? Those guys work 16 days a year and they make 12 million bucks a season. Like, come on. They're so overpaid. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Imagine getting paid $30 million to throw a fucking baseball 12 times a year. Don't they play a lot more than 12 times a year? Not closers. Closers pitch every fifth game. So they might pitch 25 games a year and they throw 14 pitches a game. 20 million bucks. That's the goal. Well, it is. And good for them, right? But I mean, I just like professional sports to me, I don't see any reason why you should make $30 million a year to play professional sports when I literally pay every year to play sports. If the money is there to be paid, though, who, who gets it? Do you just give it back to the people? Do you... Do you give it to the no. owners and make them richer? Like someone's got to take it. Why not be no, the player? No, I, I get that. I'd rather the athletes get it than the owners, but I just don't see why it's like no one ever bitches about pay for any other industry other than professional sports, right? Like it's all, yeah. it just seems like professional, you know, like who gives a fuck about them? Those guys get to not work for a living and they still get paid really good money, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're, if you're top five in the UFC, you're making way more than I am. You know, so I'm not going to feel bad for someone that makes a half a million bucks a year to do what they love. Right. It's just not, you know, well, yeah, know. it's, it's, it's not so much the champions. It's, it's the clay guidas and the fucking, and the journeyman that never made it. You know, those guys did a lot to build that brand and they're just not, you know, they're not rich. Sure. They're well off. They might not, they might be able to retire, but if they can't, that's pretty sad. Yeah, I get that. But I mean, is it really that sad if a guy retires when he's 35 years old and has to work again for a living? Like, I don't know. That's just the way it is, man. No one retires at 35. I think the value they put in far exceeds what they were paid. I agree with that as well. But I also think that the value that most people put into their businesses are far exceed what they get paid. Right? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, maybe not. Work at McDonald's your whole life. I don't think you put in that much value because anybody can do that job. Clay Guida. Yes, yeah. Those guys are pretty rare, and they're just severely underpaid. I think everybody knows who Clay Guida is. Yeah. Wars he's been. I mean, he's what he's given up. Sure, he's underpaid, right? And that company. I'm not like I'm not trying to say that they're not underpaid. I get that they probably are. I just don't like. I mean. I don't know. You can talk about it till you're blue in the face, but unless these guys collectively bargain and try and start a union, then fuck them. If they can't help themselves, then why would I try and help them for them? Right? Like, well, nobody wants to get on uncle Fester's bad side. You know, you don't want to be talking about unions around uncle, uncle Fester. Nope. That's not a good way to get it. I mean, you want to get paid like the NHL and the MLB players, you better fucking get a union. Yeah, it's a bit of a why would why the fuck why why would sport will go so downhill? Hey, the sport will go donuts. The sport will go so downhill if they um, exactly. I'll start watching fucking Bellator. It'll probably be like a well. How would that work? Because there's only one MLB. It's different, right? It's got to be like boxing or whatever, like the Alley Act or some shit. Um. Like, I wouldn't mind if they did a split, a revenue split, like the NFL, the MLB, the NHL, right? They all get 50-50, right? So the owners take 50% and the players get 50%. Yeah. That's how it works out. So I kind of like that idea. That doesn't work with the UFC. No, it doesn't work. I don't think the player, I don't think it should be 50-50 between fighters and the UFC. I I don't believe that because the UFC does so much more than the MLB does or the NFL or the NBA. You can't even compare. But like, it shouldn't be. What do they get now? Eighteen percent or some shit? Is that the, yeah, the, the magic number? I just wonder if, like, say you up it to up it to thirty, how much more does everybody's salary go up? Everybody's. You know what I think they should do? I think a, an easy way to get rid of this problem is one. They have a base salary, right? The yeah. day you and, get signed, no win bonus. The well, the day you get signed, you're guaranteed. a year. Okay. No matter what. So if you, if you don't fight and you're injured, you still get your hundred grand. If you do fight 
then it's a, a per fight contract, right? Or something like just so these guys aren't scared to take a year off to recover from an injury, they still have a salary coming in that they can pay their bills, right? Because if you're yeah. if you're in the NHL and you get hurt, you're getting paid. Yeah. Right? Doesn't matter. But the UFC wouldn't they, they would never give up the power of being able to cut you whenever the hell they want. And that's what they would do, right? At the moment you're not fighting, it's like, all right, see you later. You know? Yeah, it um, depends who you are, right? They only do that if it's uh, yeah, nobody. Yeah, and that's not that's not cool. I, I just think there should be minimums. Like, nobody in the UFC should be making under 50K for a fight, ever. I don't care. I don't care if yeah. they're hopping you up for a last-minute thing and but you're I just a nobody that, regional that there fighter. Should be a, there should be a salary thing as well, right? And I think that they should do... Like just so guys like because if your opponents fall through and then you get hurt right you all of a sudden you're 12 months without any income whatsoever right i don't think they should do that i think there should be salaries for guys if they're hurt and i think that there should be guaranteed ways to make money per year right whether it's doing fucking autograph appearances or whatever right get something for them to make an income if they're injured right yeah. and then there should also be uh lifetime pensions right like every other major sport they have a pension right so if you have five ufc fights you're guaranteed 20 grand a year for the rest of your life if you have 10 ufc fights you're guaranteed 100 grand a year for the rest of your life if you have 20 yeah. ufc fights or, or something like ballpark like that right because if you play in the nhl for 10 seasons you're fucking set mm -hmm. even if you're a bum right yeah. so you know these guys should be getting paid pensions because of the fact that they have short careers right yeah for sure. But yeah, like I said, Ted, I mean, no one's going to help them unless they help themselves. Right. It's up to them whether they do it. It's not going to happen. Whatever happened to like, you I know, GSP and, and Donald Cerrone and TJ Dillashaw, those guys. Yeah. They, they all folded. They all folded. Well, Dana just took them and said, listen, you shut the fuck up. Here's a bunch of cash. Okay. Yeah. Because they all got raises as soon the next day, and then their five guys were gone. Plus, they tried to get Bjorn Rebney to do it, and that guy's just a fucking scumbag. Yeah, Bjork, as Dana calls him. Bjork, <laughs> Bjork. Huh. All right, what else we got here, Kale? We should fucking move it along. Um, move it along. Let's talk about the yeah Clay Guida versus uh, Leonardo Santos. That dude's 41 years that old. Fight, actually. Uh, Santos, uh, he gassed out hard in his last fight, didn't he? Grant Dawson knocked him out, I think. He makes Clay Guida look young. How did Clay Guida beat Michael Johnson? Man, Michael Johnson has the weirdest career. The guy beat Tony Ferguson and Dustin Poirier. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's wild. <laughs> like, so wild. Like, he fucking hammered Dustin Poirier. And that was Poirier's prime, too. That was a lightweight after he moved up from featherweight. Yeah. Stretched then, him. Stretched yeah. him. Viciously. He's got the fastest hands. Yeah. Yeah, this guy's uh, legit old, though. Yeah, I'm going to pick Guido on this one. Guido's a grinder. He'll get it yeah, done. I think Reed is going to be able to. Uh, I mean, Santos is way bigger, and I think he's probably he might be a better fighter at this time. But Guida just doesn't give up, and uh, I yeah. think he's going to be able to drag him into deep waters and and win a, a decision maybe. Because hmm. I remember Santos has a terrible gas tank. Yeah, that's not good when you're fighting Guida. Yeah, no doubt. No uh, doubt. All right. Co-main event, Rafael Fazee versus Brad Riddell, uh, the coach of Piotr Jan in Rafael uh, Fazee, and then uh, Brad Riddell is the coach of uh, City, or one of the coaches at City Kickboxing, right? Um, yeah. So uh, these guys are on pretty good win streaks right now. Um, they've both won, well, Fazee's won four in a row, and uh, Brad Riddell's won, I don't know, I think he's won eight in a row or something like that, I can't remember. Um, this should be a fight. good fight. Uh, they're both uh, coming up to their prime, um, and uh, they've looked really good. This should be a really good technical striking battle. I'm super excited to see this fight. I think yeah. uh, I, I think Kafael Fazeev is going to have a speed advantage, 
and uh, he sure looked like it. And I think his kicks are going to be a lot better, but I think that Brad Riddell's hands are better. And uh, he has more power in his hands. So it's going to be a really tight fight. They both have the identical pro record of 10 and 1. Hmm. Um, so, you know, someone's getting another loss. And, Somebody's uh, one's got to go. Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, tapology picks right now. And uh, 53% picked Riddell, 47% Fiziev, which basically is what the odds are right now. It's a it's a complete toss-up. So Yeah. Tough fight. I'm going to take Rafael Fiziev by decision. But you know what? I think that Fiziev's going to win the first two rounds and Riddell's going to win the third round. Yeah. That's my prediction. Yeah, I think so. Kind of the same thing in Fiziev's last fight. He started to fade a little bit, but he still, yeah. like, you know, he didn't. He sure he lit didn't... Bobby Green up though yeah he lit him up but uh it's not like he gave up he's good though he was just a little tired no not at all so i don't know man riddell i always think he like i thought he was gonna lose that dober fight too and he just he's good you know he's technical and he he's got good conditioning it's gonna be a good fight yeah but uh fazeev is just uh... just faster he's the more powerful guy i think Mm -hmm. we were just talking about uh Clay Guida. How much do you think he makes per fight? Probably 200, 250. Oh, no, no, no. Less? Oh, yes. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) 100? Oh, no. No way. Less. As if. Who's his agent? Less. Shoot the agent in the skull. His last fight with his with his uh twenty one thousand dollar fight week incentive was ninety seven grand. Oh my god! But Poor. his fight before that, he beat Michael Johnson and he won. He made one hundred and sixty six. So he made seventy three to show up, seventy three to win, and then twenty grand for the for the Venom coupons. <laughs> coupons. How many fights <laughs> has he got in the UFC? 700 literally <laughs> i don't know his first fight was at ufc 64 oh my god you just i'm just looking through his google and it's his first 2006 fight was in in ufc 64 yeah he's been in the ufc since 2006 yeah Holy like he could literally shit. put 26 or 20 years in the ufc if he hangs on for another four years <laughs> fucking look at these guys that he's fighting roger Huerta. I know, uh, right? These guys have been retired for a decade, and he's oh, just like, yeah. "Yeah, let's fucking do it." So one. I love how Clay's going bald though, and he still has long hair. <laughs> yeah, just oh, hanging man. on to the glory days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely should have got paid more though, but you know, it's tough out there. Twenty four, twenty five. 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, he's 51. got 35 or something. 32 fights. 32 yeah. fights. That is longer than a lot of careers. Most careers. Wow. Good for him. And he's just about to be a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, like, so what is that? 2.4 divided by 17 years, 16 years. Like it's not, it's not. No, but also uh, he made uh, sponsorships on top of that. <laughs> for the first seven years. <laughs> and then they yeah. got taken away. <laughs> yeah. And then he's probably got some now. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you could re- say he's made 3 million bucks in 17 years. Yeah. I mean, that's not bad. Not great I, for a fighter. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't walk that road. No, no, no. I mean, no, he's like, definitely. I just feel like you think about a guy that's body had that has many to be so fights, and like even dad, like every time, like you know, dad knows everything about Clay Guida, right? Just because of his hair and shit, right? Watching UFC from a decade ago, right? Yeah. So, like a guy like that should be, you know, he should be rich. Yeah. Fuck yeah, he should be making at least a quarter mil a fight, at least. Yeah. If he was a heavyweight, he would. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can be fat as Derek Lewis and be making 600K a fight for whatever reason. But I also think Clay Guida needs a new fucking uh, agent, whoever. 
because I, I feel like he could be getting paid more. Yeah, but for a guy like that, like would they would they pay him that much, or would they just be like, all right, bud? Well, you know, it was nice having you. Man, I don't know. I th- I think a lot of people would tune in to see him fight. You yeah, know? but I, I think the only reason that he sticks around now is because he's not charging the UFC an arm and a leg. Because they'll get maybe, rid of him. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I mean, they've gotten rid of way better fighters than him. Yeah, but it's he like, knows. you know, 250, 200K, that's not that much. No, of course not. But it's also 100 grand more than he's making now. Well, yeah, but like they're willing to pay guys that put ass in seats. I believe he's kind of one of those guys. Everybody knows so? Clay Guida. I, I believe so, yeah. I think there's a lot of yeah, old-timers that don't really care. In. Are they tuning in for him, though? I think people are. I think a lot of people would look at him on a fight card and be like, all right, yeah, I'll tune in. Yeah. I don't Not know. me, but I think you got to remember, there's a lot of weird fans out there, a lot of old-time fans. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough to say. Maybe he's not because he's not getting paid. So don't get me wrong. I mean, I think that I think he should be paid more, like especially longevity, right? Like these guys that last 30 fights in the UFC for 15 years, right? I mean, you built the company on their back. Literally, literally Mm -hmm. like that fight versus him and fucking Diego Sanchez. Come on. I'll never, ever forget that head kick that he took. Yeah, he was, that was stretched. That, that was, was one of the most vicious head kicks I've ever seen in my life. And he just ate it like a tic tac. Yeah. Did not yeah. phase him at all. Yeah. Crazy. Just Diego spamming massive hooks to the fucking face, and Clay's trying to throw back, but he can't see anything because his hair's in the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I used time. to love watching Clay Guida fight, man. Yeah. The carpenter, his fucking hair, so good, so good. All right, let's break down this main event here. Um, we got Jose Aldo versus Rob Font. Uh, Rob Font on a four-fight win streak looked pretty good against Cody Garbrandt. Uh, Marlon Marais beat Ricky Simone before that, and Sergio Pettis. Um, yeah, looked really good. His last, uh, I think he lost his last fight was over three years ago, so looked good since then and then uh jose aldo looked pretty good too um he beat marlon vera in his last fight uh, or uh, pedro munoz in his last fight and he beat uh, marlon vera in the fight before that yeah um you know when you when you look at jose aldo the only guys he's losing to are champions or you know legit fucking guys right he lost to Yeah. His last three losses are pewter on the planet. Now, Jose Aldo's definitely lost a step, but yeah, he's still he's legit. Good as fuck. Um, I think he's gonna have a big speed advantage, and I think he's probably gonna gonna feed Rob Font to the body a lot. Um, I think Rob Font's jabs is gonna help out. Uh, um you know, Font has a good look for <clears throat> I could really see him winning this fight actually just with uh his accuracy and the uh you know he hits hard he hits to the body lots and uh he's got really good boxing i just Um, don't like that it's a five round fight oh it's five rounds well it's main event oh yeah i didn't even think about that yeah okay (laughs) don't like that either you know like i i think aldo's gonna go out there and maybe win the first two rounds but I just think eventually it's just going to turn his, his style is he puts a hundred percent of power into pretty much everything he throws, you know, and it's, I don't even think he's got a bad gas tank. I just think like his style just doesn't lend itself to five round fights and guys know that now. So they're just like, all right, I just gotta, gotta, gotta take my shots, you know, and just kind of claw through the, the first two rounds. I think a lot of guys approach the fight like that with him. I know Piotr Jan did. You know, Piotr Jan kind of kind of held back, didn't do much, was a little tentative, and then he just started pouring it on him. Uh, I think Rob Font is – I think Rob Font can even hang with him in the first couple of rounds, you know. But I think Rob Font will, will do the same thing towards the end of the fight. I agree, but I definitely think that Jose Aldo is going to have a big speed advantage, and he's probably going to be more technical. And I, I, I think he's going to be a little – 
lot faster than Rob Font. A lot? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, Rob I don't Font's speed has, didn't impress me. Yeah, you know what? He kept up with Cody Garbrandt, so, and Garbrandt's pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. He's, Maybe he's I'm just wrong. technical. I didn't I know guess Rob we'll Font. Rob Font's almost 35. What? Yeah. That's not good. Jose Aldo's only six months older than him. Oh, shit. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a pretty good fight. Um, I don't like the idea that it's five rounds for Aldo, though. But, you know, I think that Rob Font's not going to put the pace on him too much, you know, and and he's not going to grapple with him, really. So I think that Jose Aldo is going to be able to strike just fine for five rounds. Um, we'll see anyway. We shall see. Yeah, I'll take Jose Aldo by decision. What? Yeah, I'm going to take Rob Font by decision. Actually, that's no, probably going to finish him in the fourth or fifth round. You know what? I think that Jose Aldo could finish him with body shots in the first. How dare you? Just a fucking, the left hook Larry to the floating rib, just like he did the Jeremy Stevens. Stevens. You can't compare Stevens to fucking Rob Font. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> right here. Who the fuck is that guy? No, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Got anything else you want to add, or should we wrap this fucking thing up? Oh, you want to talk a little bit about uh, Islam versus Benil Darius? Yeah. That got announced. Islam, uh, that's a good. Fight. That's a legit fight. I'm happy they made that fight because uh, you got guys on big win streaks, uh, both of them, and Benil's a legit black belt. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll be able to see whether Islam just is able to tear through him like butter. Uh, I don't think he's going to. But I, I think he's going to win, but I don't think it's going to be easy like it has been in, against these strikers that he's been facing. I think it might be a stand-up fight. You think so? Yeah, because yeah, they're always talking about how good like Islam's striking is, but like he's just, you know, he's a better grappler, so why strike? But if, if there's a guy that presents a danger on the ground, or maybe Islam feels like he doesn't have a huge advantage on the ground, he might just stand up and fight him. You know, yeah, maybe, maybe not. I, I, I don't might think be wrong, so. but I don't think so. Uh, I think after he got knocked out by Anthony Rocco or uh, Adriano Martins, I think he's you know, he wants to get that takedown. Yeah, Fuck, I guess we'll see. I mean, Habib, every time Habib's in the corner, he's just screaming at him, right? Father's plan, father's plan. Yeah, well, you know? when you're fighting Dan Hooker, of course. Well, no, when you're fighting anybody, though, right. Islam doesn't strike with anyone, does he? Who's the last time he didn't? Well, try no, but like, down? who's the last time? Who's the last guy he fought that had high level wrestling and jujitsu? I don't think it matters. I think that the way these guys fight, it's meant to fight against guys that are jujitsu specialists. That's why their positioning is so good that it doesn't matter. You can't, you can't choke someone unless you're in the right position, right? Mm -hmm. We'll see, though. I honestly don't know. Um, I think Islam's going to try and take that fight down because Benil Dariush has fucking insane power and he's not going to want to fuck with him on the feet. Yeah, he does have power. Sneaky power. And he's got a good chin. Yeah. You know? So I think Islam's quickest way to win is to, you know, you don't have to you don't have to finish the guy. You just got to hold him down and grapple him. Or whatever, I bet right? Team Islam yeah. did not want to take that fight. It's one of the harder yeah. fights for him at 155. All right. All right. Okay, Let's wrap well. This up. All right. You want to take us out or uh, you want me to do it? <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll be back uh, next week breaking down UFC. Well, maybe we'll be back. Chris has to. Uh, Chris might have yeah, to I work, work for a living see. now. So it yeah. fucking sucks. Yeah, he's been retired the last seven years, so he's 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 having to work <laughs> like the rest of us. Oh fuck. Yeah. Um it's so not yeah. for long, hopefully. Yeah, we'll see. We might be back. Thanks for tuning in. Remember to leave a uh, positive review, five star, all that stuff. Tell your friends. 
and uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, don't forget to check us out on YouTube. See you in seven days. Would you say you?